Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. The AFL Grand Final has arrived in the city of Perth, Western Australia. I never thought I'd be saying it, Hayes. I'm absolutely pumped. The D's, the doggies in the city of Perth, Western Australia. What a day. I can't wait for it. I bet you can't either. Oh, I'm excited, Jimmy. How good has it been, the build-up? It started probably two months ago when we started to think maybe we're going to get it. And then we got the finals. We got some entree. Then we've now got the big <laughs> main serving. And that's the grand final. And having the West Australians just really embraced it. We had the parades yesterday, the people in the street in the city, going to the captain's run at Optus Stadium, and all the events around Perth. I've been to a few myself. Gee, there's a good feeling. And, geez, I'm excited. And it's going to be a big show. I absolutely can't wait, Hayes. You did call this a few months back. You said if things went bad in Sydney and they started changing the fixtures around and everything sort of fell in place for it to come here, the AFL's done a brilliant job keeping the players, the fans, the people of WA safe. Mark McGowan, the Premier, he's done an amazing job. The Perth Mayor, Basil Zemplis, has, has really pushed the city the brand's just going to be on show. Yeah, it's important too. and Not only for our state, but for other states. And all of a sudden, the rhetoric has switched a little bit, even from some um, media over there in Victoria, about maybe in the future they see a time that the grand final could be moved from the MCG. We're talking about maybe every 10 years, every five years. Just for the first time in our life, we're starting to hear people talk about it. You can pay for it. You can buy it. Because you can see the benefits that it brings to a city. Now, we're talking about all of these things and all of these people just based on people in Western Australia. Imagine doing this with all the Bulldog supporters, all the Melbourne supporters who come across the Nullarbor, maybe 20,000, 30,000 of those supporters and what that would do for our great state in the future. You can see you'd be happy to spend a bit of money to get an event like this. And we understand the contract position that the AFL and the MCG Mm -hmm. have in the Victorian government, but I think for the first time it is realistic that we're not only going to have a chance in the future to get another one, but some big events as well. The Dreamtime game is certainly on the drawing board. Gil McLaughlin has said such throughout the week. Well, we saw that earlier this year. The Dreamtime game came here and the people of Perth and Western Australia embraced it. It was a special occasion. But but what about the grand final for you, Hayes? What are your plans? Uh, what's going on for your day? I'm busy. I've got a few uh, lead-up functions. So four or five different functions where I've got to go right. and talk at. So, you know, my biggest uh, problem is the logistics of getting from <laughs> one place to the other because you don't want to miss out because there's a bit of an urn there. So I've got that. I decided I'm not going to call the grand final. I'm going to spend it with my wife. She got a ticket. We're going to go together because I haven't been to the footy, really, with my wife since I retired way back in 2010. And she's been to plenty of uh, Fremantle games with our daughters. But because I always commentate, you miss out on that. And I just felt this is special. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I want to go. I want to be with her. She supported me. So I'm going to go and enjoy it with my wife and uh, all the other people that we're around. It's going to be a special day. No doubt about that. The Doggies and the Demons, the AFL Grand Final in Perth, Western Australia. I'm lucky enough to have been to one, Hayes. I went to 2009 St Kilda in Geelong. Uh, what, what number grand final was this for you? Oh, look, I think number seven. Yeah, mm. I went to um, the drawn grand final. The first one I went to was Melbourne and Essen way back in 2000. That was very, very special. Uh, Geelong and Port Adelaide was an interesting one because Geelong blew them off the park. But I just really loved that one because you got to see how good that Geelong side was at that particular time in their history. So I've been to a few. There's others, but we can't 
go on forever. We will preview the big one after this, but a quick message from the Road Safety Commission. Double demerits are now in effect until midnight Monday, the 27th of September for drink or drug driving, not wearing a seatbelt or running a red light. Get caught and you could lose your licence twice as fast. We'll be back with more on Off The Bench after this. Off The Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back. Great to have your company. A very special edition of Off the Bench AFL Grand Final Day here in Perth. Never thought I'd be saying it. I'm absolutely pumped. So is Paul Hazelby. He's here. We're going to preview the big one, Hayes. A winner, a Norm Smith medalist. Who wins by how much? All the big matchups. It's there's so many great ones too. Tom Liberatore, Jack Viney. There's they're all over the ground. I can't wait. Stars everywhere, storylines everywhere, and that's what we love about big grand finals. The big story has been Nathan Jones, of course. That's been taken care of. But what a career he's had, and you do feel for him. But of course, in every game, the midfield is so important. You look through it. I think uh, the advantage goes to Melbourne slightly for me. They've got the brilliance. Gorn, Petrarca, Oliver. Those three, they're unparalleled. When you talk about the top three midfielders from any team but the Bulldogs have the depth and they become the hunters too because look Martin and English are going to be up against it with Max Gorn and Luke Jackson they're not going to win the taps but that suits the Bulldogs because they're always like that so expect them to really hunt their op- their opponents and get after the footy and they can break even in those clearances I think it helps them then you look at the defences and I like the defence of the Melbourne Football Club and what they've done this year May, Lever and Petty as well mm. Salem also a good distributor of the footy but Shaki I think will play a role from the Western Bulldogs. He will actually put some time into Jake Lieber, like he did with Aaliyah Aaliyah. So trying to take something away from the Demons because they want to have Lieber set up behind the ball, take those marks, intercept marks, and away they go. They kickstart their ball movement. And then you look at the forwards. Again, I think it advantages Melbourne. If you look at the amount of targets they do have, Jimmy, Brown, McDonald, Fritz, Pickett, Spargo, Neil Bullen. It's pretty complete. And look, they've got an array of all different types amongst that. And I look at the Bulldogs forwards and I go, well, Aaron Norton needs to absolutely play out of the box. But Stephen May's going to be on him. And that's not easy because May is the best in the business. But Norton's developing and he flies for the ball. We know that and we love that about him. But he's going to need to kick four. Cody Waitman is the other one. Look, he's back into the side after missing with concussion. He's been their key, key forward in the big games in the finals. But I just can't see enough coming from those two. It's going to need to come from the midfielders. It's going to need to come from Bontempelli. Liberatore in recent times has been getting forward and kicking goals. So if I weigh up every line, advantage Melbourne, in my opinion, for the Bulldogs to win, their midfield needs to dominate. I heard some comments from Ross Lyon earlier this week, Hayes. You did a little bit of um, senior coaching and, and Simon Goodwin's probably going to be on the boundary line. And Ross Lyon was of the opinion that that will give Luke Beveridge a little bit of an upper hand seeing the ground from that perspective. Mm. How do you see that? Do you think it's better to be down there on the, on the boundary with the players on such a big day? I think it's important to do what you're comfortable with. And if he's been down on the boundary throughout the year, why would you change too much? But I was one when I was in the coach's box. That was my preferred position. I loved it there because you could see the holistic part of the ground. And if you had to pull some levers to change things in the game, you could do that. When I went down to the bench, I couldn't pick anything up. But it's different. You get to communicate and all those sorts of things. But you've still got the headphones. If it was me, I'd be up the top. But... Simon Goodwin, he's better than me. He's in a grand final. (laughs) Alex Keith and Cody Waitman, of course, for the Bulldogs come back in 
off of injuries. Cody Waitman, a concussion. Alex Keith, a knee. And of course, as there is in every grand final, hey, some hard luck stories. Ryan Gardner dropped. Anthony Scott also out. And Latham Vandermeer, I think that he'll be the medi-sub for the Bulldogs. And for the Demons, well, no change. James Jordan is out the medi-sub, but he'll probably be the medi-sub for the big one. He's been medi-sub for a lot of the last probably five to six weeks, and he's been a really good player in his first year. And you've got to give kudos to the the recruiting of the Melbourne Mm -hmm. Football Club. When you think about Pickett and Jackson in recent times, Spargo, um, You've also got Jake Bowie, who's playing game number seven. Talk about storylines right there. Mid-season draftee. Unbelievable. Is that right? I'm not sure he was mid-season draftee. I think he was a pretty high pick for the Melbourne Football Club. But also, Adam Trelaw, I think we want to talk about too, because Trelaw was one that was thrown out by his old club, and hasn't he landed on his feet? He's had some tough times, but he's been important this year. He's had some injury concerns as well, but I expect him to play a key part for the Western Bulldogs too. Well, we'll check in with the Bulldogs camp earlier this week. Carl Langs and Paul Haysby on Sports Day had a chat with Stephen King and he previewed the big game for his team, the Western Bulldogs, taking on the D's. It's AFL Grand Final Day. Thanks for your company. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back. AFL Grand Final Day and a sports news update for Novus. There's a Novus near you, 13-22-34. One man who knows what it takes to win an AFL Grand Final is Western Bulldogs assistant coach Stephen King. And he had a chat with Carlin Hayes earlier this week around the selection surrounding Cody Waitman and Alex Keith. Oh, look, obviously it's really tough. And yeah, I think it was, you know, once Cody and, and, and Alex got through, I think, you know, everyone would have been aware inside and outside our four walls that probably they were going to come in and play. So, yeah, look, really unfortunate, but, um, you know, something that these players will, you know, have to make sure that it drives them the next opportunity they get and, and just continue their footy journeys and make sure it doesn't define them, but it, it gives them motivation to continue to become better players in the future. Footy's about opportunity, and the guys that uh, got their opportunity, Jason Johannesson and Zane Cordy, who came in, uh, when you are in a winning team, a part of a winning team, it's hard to get put out, I guess. Yeah, it is. And those two boys stood up. I mean, they've obviously been on the big stage before. Um, I think Jace, Jace had his best game for probably a couple of years with what he did at Port Adelaide. So he, he really put his hand up. And, and Zane was on Charlie Dixon for the majority of you know, the prelims. So both are you know, really reliable players. And I guess when they've had that experience, they bring you know, great, I guess, not only experience for themselves of what they bring, but just their teammates as well. They're, they're leaders in their own right. So... Yeah, they, they've, they've had interesting years. They've both been in and out of the team at different stages, but they've really stood up when it counted. Everybody's talking about Max and the big ruck matchup. Uh, you're a great ruckman yourself. What's been your advice this week to your ruckman up against Gorn, but also Jackson as well? Yeah, yeah. obviously Max had a game for the ages, didn't he, last 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 time they played. And I think he, we sort of have, obviously, Steph Martin's come in and Steph's, you know, obviously was former teammates with Max and, um, you know, Steph's got a heap of experience himself. So um, we've got a few players, you know, obviously, that haven't played against Melbourne this year and Steph being one of them. So, you know, he's he's played on Max a lot of times in the past. So he's probably, you know, going to help Tim shoulder a lot of that, um, Timmy English shoulder a lot of that work against Max. But, you know, you're not going to be able to stop a player like Max in the form he's in for the entirety of a game. You just have to be smart around what we do and just sort of cater for what he does in game. So... Um, I think we've got our heads around what, what Max is up to and what he can do. We've just got to make sure we execute and, and you know, the best we can try and limit his influence. With your midfielders, are all bets off around those stoppages that you're most backing in, Maxi Gorn? He's going to win it all the taps or do you still feel throughout the game at some stoppages it's going to be 50-50 and you're going to back in your rucks? Yeah, look, I think we've never been a high hit-out team, probably for a while now. So we've just had to make sure we get by on understanding 
the opposition strengths, where they like to hit, um, and we just sort of, yeah, go from there. So this will probably won't change a great deal. We we just want our rucks to compete and make sure the ball falls in predictable areas. So if we can do that, you know, that's, that's going to help our mids and, and the, you know, the, the two big rucks are aware that that's, that's their role and they might not get a hit out on the stat sheet, but if it falls in a predictable area, we're pretty happy with it. Western Bulldogs assistant coach Stephen King there. Oh, Hayes, I can't wait. AFL grand final day, the doggies and the Ds. It's going to be a cracker. Don't let your old windscreen end up as landfill. Call Novus Glass. 13 22 We'll be back with more on Off the Bench after this. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back to Off the Bench on AFL Grand Final Day. Hope you're having a great morning and hope you're going to have a really big day. I can't wait for the decider. The AFL Grand Final here in Perth. And Hayes, we spoke about Basil Zemplis, the Mayor of Perth, off the top of the show. And he copped some backlash on Twitter for what he said, suggesting an idea for in the game this afternoon. Yeah, I think uh, at the 20-21-minute mark of the first quarter, he did say that we should give a bit of an applause, a standing ovation to all those people doing it tough around our country. I thought it was a really nice gesture from uh, the mayor of the city because, look, we're blessed to have this opportunity. But for us we to are. be feeling like we are today, and I'm, I'm happy, I'm ecstatic that we've got this game. There are people that are hurting. And for us to spend one minute out of our day, I thought was a brilliant gesture. And it just goes to show that the world is in trouble. If there's people that get upset for us thinking about them and wanting and wishing them well, then I think we've got bigger problems in this world. I was disgusted at some of the things that were coming back. So before you dig the essential first step, Paul Hayes will be fired up. The commentary around it, the people on Twitter from Victoria and from Melbourne who obviously follow Basil Zemplis because he's a former football personality, he's still he's still part of Channel 7's coverage. Mm. They were really, really against it, which is bizarre really. I, I understand what, where you're coming from. It's not that we're condescending or he, no, he wanted that. No, he it's wasn't. just uh, let's we're enjoying this moment for us to take one minute out of, our, out of our day. We're still going to enjoy it, no doubt about that. And think about others. I didn't think there was a problem with that one iota. Yeah, it was a little bit confusing. Don't dig yourself into a hole. Lodge a free dial before you dig in, Quarry. Now, Hayes, it is the big one. It's the last game of footy for the season. And it pains me to say that because we love footy so much. But it's the decider. We're going to get a Norm Smith medalist and we're going to get a winner. And by how much from you, Paul Hayes, will be. Can't wait to hear who you think is going to win and who's your pick for the Norm Smith medalist. I think it's going to be Melbourne. I think they've had the perfect preparation. I watched that game against Geelong and they were very, very good. Their midfielders are elite and I just think they've got weapons, too many big weapons for the Western Bulldogs. You're going to be brave and they're going to fight. That's what they do. They take underdog status but I think it will be Melbourne by 22 points. I think Christian Petrarca gets a bit of freedom. I think he'll come out the front of the stoppages and I expect him to get 30 disposals and two goals and get the medal. Kasaya Pickett, I'm, I'm interested in him. Smoky. I think he could be the Smokey that just pops up, kicks his four goals, Cyril-like. Kicks four like Cyril, you get a chance to win that medal. I think uh, it's going to be fantastic. The Bulldogs, the more the week's gone on, I'll be honest, I probably leant towards them a little bit more. I didn't get to see them live like I did Melbourne, but I can't wait. And well done to everybody in Western Australia. I did notice something on Brownlow night, Hayes, and it was the body language of Clayton Oliver after missing out on the Brownlow medal, which was, of course, awarded to Ollie Wines. And I think he was—he missed out on some votes late, and he obviously missed winning the Brownlow medal. And I reckon just by looking at him on the telly coverage, it looked like it got under his skin. Mm. I'm expecting a massive game from Clayton Oliver. I was going to lean toward Petrarca, but I'll go with Clayton Oliver for point of difference. I think the Ds get home in a real close one, a real great grand final. I'm going to go Melbourne by... 11 points. Let's hope so. Let's hope it's real close. That would be brilliant and deserving of a great opportunity here in the West. Thanks for your company on Off the Bench. Enjoy grand final day. And don't forget a message from the Road Safety Commission that double demerits are now in effect.
until midnight Monday, 27th of September for speeding or using a mobile phone or radar detector while driving. Get caught and you could lose your licence twice as fast. Hayes, it's a special occasion for the state of Western Australia. Enjoy grand final day. Will do. You too, Jim, and everybody else out there. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.